Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Just when I was starting to get over how angry I was with how the season has gone so far, you know, I was going to try to make this video and make it into a, a two-parter here now because there's another piece of information that I feel is important to bring up. I wanted to make this into a two-part video, but I feel that it should all be brought into one. But we have some big news for the Indianapolis Colts, and I feel it's important to talk about it. We'll talk about it here right after a word about our sponsor. Colts football is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Colts tickets anymore because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that other ticket services charge, and this allows them to guarantee the best prices on all of their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better price than the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. I know I'm still excited around all the different games that the Indianapolis Colts are going to have this season. Obviously, the one this week is going to be big, but I'm excited for some more home games. I'm going to hope to hopefully get to be able to go to a couple home games this year and on the road. And whatever you're doing, TickPick's got you covered there. And I know Derek and I are really looking forward to going to the primetime Thursday night game. It's going to be a ton of fun. And if you're looking forward to attending this season as well, whatever game it is, whether it is that Thursday night football game or not, I just recommend TickPick. I think they do a really good job of being able to provide tickets because we all know the hassle of trying to find tickets. So visit TickPick.com slash juice today and use the promo code juice to save $10 on your first order of Colts tickets this year. Again, the promo code juice to save $10 on your first order of Indianapolis Colts tickets this year. Okay. So news out of Indianapolis today. And a lot of you were in my live stream when we were facing the Titans and you said, wow, uh, where's Marlon Mack? You know, I've been saying that same thing. He was a healthy scratch for the game Sunday and obviously has had a combined five carries in the first three weeks of the season. Well, now we know why Marlon Mack was not playing in week three's game. And that is because apparently both sides have mutually agreed to uh, seek a trade. Okay, so I think a lot of Colts Nation was preparing for this moment. You know, we mentioned it a lot in the offseason. We said, you know, signing him in free agency 
would be a smart idea because you could give him time to play, show his worth, and then when you wanted to trade him and keep Jordan Wilkins on the roster, you could then maybe up your your trade value for Marlon Mack, right? Say the trade deadline comes in around halfway through the season and, you know, he rushes for, you know, maybe a couple hundred yards and, you know, showed he was healthy and, you know, was showing contributions to this Colts team. And we said, oh, well, you know, you probably have more leverage there. You got a guy that showed coming back from an injury where he it was a, a bad injury for him and his Achilles. And you said, okay, we can leverage that more now because the guy's shown he can do what you want him to do. And instead, now we have learned that both sides have mutually agreed they want to seek one out. Now, I am glad that Marlon Mack went to the Colts about this and asked for one and did not like publicly go oust uh, the Colts and himself by declaring a trade on social media or something like that. That I'm glad that both sides agreed on that kind of decision. And we're certainly going to keep track of where Marlon Mack potentially could go to. But I'm still just at a loss of why this is happening now. I understand the argument of, you know, why we re-signed him in free agency. I'm not going to say we should have traded him before. I'm not going to say we shouldn't have traded him, tried to trade him at all. I'm not saying that. What I'm, again, suggesting is I'm trying to understand why this is happening now. You know, we've been saying this whole time how, you know, this running back by committee would be such a great thing for the Colts, but the Colts have just declined to even give it a chance. I don't know 100% why it is Marlon Mack wants to leave. I assume it's because he's not getting any carries at all. You know, there were times we were talking about, you know, Marlon maybe getting five carries a game, 10 carries a game, you know, somewhere in between there, you know, we get a few touches every game at least to be able to, you know, make it work. But no, it's been the Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines show. And that's all it's been. Marlon Mack has not had any time to be utilized. And now he's off the injury. So people now know he is good to go. And even then, when you know he's good to go, there still hasn't been a lot of time that Marlon Mack has been able to show other teams that he is a still really good running back, even though he ran for 1,000 yards in 2019. And now your trade leverage has completely gone out the window. You have no leverage in trying to get a decent pick for uh, for Marlon Mack, you know, we felt very strongly that if Marlon was able to get, 
you know, a couple hundred yards, at least four or 500 maybe, going into the trade deadline, that, and that probably is a little too much. It probably is. But, again, I felt very strongly that the Colts could have gotten a very high to mid, you know, draft pick for him. I'd say a third or fourth rounder wasn't out of the question. And now with not using him at all and losing a guy like that, you don't really have a lot of leverage and I don't know what Ballard's going to get out of him. I mean, a fifth, maybe a sixth. I don't know. I don't know if somebody's going to give up a third or fourth round draft pick for Marlon Mack. I just don't know. I don't think anyone wants to. So again, you're shoot I think you're, the Colts are shooting themselves in the foot by not getting Marlon Mack more playing time to be able to utilize him in a trade later. And everyone's going to say, "Oh, why do you care so much about a third or fourth running back on this roster?" I'll tell you why. That third or fourth running back was a 1000-yard rusher two years prior to that and three years prior to that. He was good. Don't act like as if he would only be the third or fourth running back on every roster in the league. He would not. He is either a starter or a second stringer on almost every team in the NFL right now. Guaranteed. When healthy, Marlon Mack is a top 30 running back in the league and there's no question about it. I'm just, again, saddened at the fact that we're not going to be able to get to see Marlon Mack play. We were so excited for this guy to come back, be a part of this team and what it was trying to build. And not only have you abandoned the run game, but you've completely abandoned the opportunity to use Marlon Mack and now get him for leverage in a trade. And now you screwed yourselves yet again for what's going on here. It's one of the few moves that I've, you know, stated that, you know, it's one of the few moves that I'm just, I'm in shock. I just don't understand why it's happening now. And you guys can tell me in the comments what you think about, you know, Mac requesting a trade and the Colts willing to honor that. Because again, Marlon Mack stated in a bunch of press conferences when he was, when he was, Resigned. They asked him about the usage of Jonathan Taylor and guys like Naheem Hines, if that makes him nervous about, you know, being on this team still. And he said, no, man, I don't care about Jonathan Taylor's usage. I want to just help him out. I want to help this team win. And yet now he's not going to be able to do both. I, I don't, I don't know if the, I mean, it's not even the fact that the Colts didn't give him use, didn't even give him much usage. They gave him no usage, none at all. I wouldn't want to be Marlon Mack, be the third stringer on this list, and then get no no usage at all. I wouldn't want that either. So that's why I'm not surprised that Marlon Mack is wanting to get out um, and try to be somewhere where he can be more utilized. We've had a bunch of those guys be that way this uh, off season, including guys like Danico Autry and Anthony Walker. But all I can say, you know, Marlon Mack, if you ever 
actually watch this video and you actually get to see this. I'll miss you, man. Uh, I know Colts Nation will definitely miss you. Uh, we appreciate everything that you've done, you know, being brought out of USF and doing what you did. I mean, it, it, to, from a fourth round draft pick to, you know, being our leading rusher and being a feature back in this league for a few years, you know, really hope that, you know, things go well. I hope that the Colts are able to get you to a trade somewhere where you can thrive. I certainly hope that's the case. Just as long as it's not to the Texans, just don't give him to the Texans or anything like that. Let him go someplace where he actually will be able to uh, help out. So greatly appreciate Marlon Mack. Uh, we'll keep you guys updated on that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But now let's kind of get into the other transitioning part of this video. And that was, you know, I'm not going to harp too much on this because I already have my answer on what needs to be happening here. And that was, you know, what these coaches have been doing and whether or not it deserves to put all of them on the hot seat. Okay, so I'm just going to say right now off the top of this topic that I do not want any of these coaches to be fired. Um, I think these are good men. I do believe these are uh, good coaches. I just think that they are lacking in some areas. And, you know, being able to adapt right now is not something that this team seems to be doing. And, you know, that comes back on management. It comes back on coaching. So I need to figure out how to make this work. And, you know, we could talk about, each guy individually, you talk about Matt Eberflus and what this defense has looked like. I will give him the excuse of the fact that I think he is trying to lead a team that a lead a defense that has lost a lot of guys that were veterans on this group, were guys that were voices in the locker room and on the defense, guys that were capable of doing more than what a lot of the fan base thought they could losing Anthony Walker, your leader in the middle of the defense, losing both your defensive ends in free agency to rival teams. Well, one to the Ravens, one to the Titans, you know, and that's not necessarily Iberflus's fault. That's on, you know, the Colts management to try to retain those guys. And obviously the Colts wanted to say, let's go younger and let's go with the guys that we have. Well, obviously we've had a slight bit of injury problems with Rhodes and that's made it also difficult to try to implement some stuff on uh, Rhodes' side of the ball because obviously you're playing guys that are younger. And, you know, that's where the Colts have struck themselves in the foot, at least for the short term, is that. There is a lot of new faces, a lot of young, inexperienced guys on this team so far, and it's got to get better. But also, I mean, the the lack of adjustments on the defense to be able to get pressure on the quarterback. 
uh, lack of aggressiveness on passing routes has really just been hurting. You know, I mean, Rocky Sin, believe it or not, has been one of the better defensive players for the Colts in this in this short season so far. I mean, that's crazy because, you know, we would have thought everyone else in the secondary would be having a better year than Rocky Sin. But I think Rocky Sin has been the best one. He's given up a touchdown to Cooper Cup, yes, but the Colt, rest of the Colts secondary has given up multiple. I mean, Rocky Sin has looked like the best corner so far, in my personal opinion. The linebackers are just not creating uh, any kind of big plays right now, uh, both in the run game and the pass game. I mean, we obviously saw Darius Leonard has a couple turnovers, but that hasn't really resulted in much. And those were a lot of times were just given to you. The Colts' run defense has not been able to stop anyone. I mean, believe it or not, I actually thought they did a relatively decent job slowing down Derrick Henry. But Ryan Tannehill on a bunch of rollouts was able to get 10, 15 yards whenever he wanted. Uh, I just don't know what needs to be done here, man. I mean, this defense looks abysmal. I mean, this team just can't get any uh, big stops in big moments. You know, they had had... They have had a couple stops. You know, they they you made good adjustments in the second half of the Seattle game. That's great. Love that. But it, by then, it was almost too late. You know, it was almost too late. And obviously with Stafford, I mean, Stafford had his worst game against the Colts this season so far. But overall, it wasn't like he was really struggling that much. They did move the ball down the field quite often. And he wasn't getting pressured that much, except from DeForest Buckner. And then obviously Ryan Tannehill, outside of being sacked by Okariki on Okarake, uh, I got to get that one right. From the first drive of that game, there's been no pressure. I don't know what needs to be fixed, but this zone scheme has to go away until this defense can actually get pressure, consistent pressure. I'm sorry, I know that. Obviously, the Colts aren't going to change it, at least not right now. But, I mean, it's the truth. Something's got to change. This defensive scheme has to change because it's just not working right now. And then when you talk about Brady and, and Reich, it just doesn't seem like either one of these guys are in sync with each other. You know, Brady gives his opinion on the flow of the game and how things need to go, but Reich is ultimately the one that's calling plays. And calling the shots. And right now, I mean, this offense is not in sync at all. We've seen that you have game planned uh, poorly so th far through the first three games. Uh, the inability to adapt on offense. The inability to change scheme. The inability to get these guys prepared come game time. Again, all these games have been relatively close. The Colts going into every fourth quarter this game so far this season have had a chance to win, but we're always playing from behind and we're always having to try and do things that just aren't working and abandoning schemes that work and all of this other stuff. I could go on forever getting into all the specifics, but I'm just not going to do that. Yes, every single one of these coaches deserves some blame for this season and deserves to be said, 
if you guys don't turn this around, some things are probably going to have to change because this team is too talented. Whether or not any of you who are watching this video believe me or not, this team is too talented to be losing three straight games and possibly losing all the way that we are. It's not the fact that we're losing these games. It's how we're losing. That this team looks so unorganized that it just doesn't seem like this team is ready for the big moment. And that is so strange given the fact that this team was a playoff team and took Buffalo down to the last drive in a playoff game last year. And Buffalo was widely regarded as the third best team in football last year. So, and then injuries can't be a part of it, man. They can't. I mean, the Titans had injuries last week. They didn't use it as an excuse. They won. I mean, we have to we have to overcome this. And again, I'm not saying that we won't. I think I still have confidence in this team going forward. But I think it's fair to say that every single one of these coaches has uh ha is starting to get the microscope looked on them and you know needs to or the looking glass on them. And it's time to start making adjustments here. Because if those adjustments aren't made by the coaches, then management might need to make an adjustment with, for those coaches. And it may not be the one that they really like. But either way, I'm hoping these coaches figure it out. Uh, I'm really hoping that we can get a win uh, this Sunday against Miami. It would be very big. And obviously, it could go a long way to helping out with the season. Thank you guys again so much for the support. We're on the way to 8,000 subscribers. Please help us out and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Thank you guys for the support. Let us know what you think of the situation right now with Mac and with the coaches. Thank you so much. And as always, go Colts. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.